Welcome back to episode two um, of the CFA Rocks podcast. We're excited to have you back. We once again have Tony and Azim here. You want to say hey to your mic? Hey. <laughs> Hello. Hey, Azim. It's good to hear your voice. Hey, Tony. For once. For once. Um, we're excited to be back. Uh, we hinted in the intro podcast that we're going to be talking a little bit about um, just perspective and how why is it important to change your perspective in certain situations. Um, and one of the examples that we use a lot at the restaurant is the cup. And hopefully you've heard of the cup. Hopefully you've seen us uh, grab a, a cup and sit on the table and be able to look at the different sides of the cup. Um, if you haven't, then you're in the perfect spot. Um, we're going to talk a little bit about it. And if you have, um, hopefully we're going to be able to bring even a little bit more deeper and, and get into it a little deeper. So, Tony, let's just start with how did the cup come about? Yeah, great question. I, I honestly don't remember exactly uh, the the moment that the cup itself came to my mind, but the season was during a, a, an election year, and you know, of course, everybody's spouting off their opinions on things, and you know, I've got friends sharing things, and what I realized was uh, that it caught my attention that there were people that I like and respected tremendously that had completely different uh, opinions about what was going on maybe in that election. And for the longest time, uh, it was really easy for my assumption to be the people that disagree with me were just idiots. Uh, it's like, well, I'm, I, I know what I'm thinking. Um, I know why, and I know I'm right. That means everybody else is wrong. And, uh, but then again, it, it started, I started stepping back and uh, observing as like, no, the whole rest of the year, that guy's like, like, I really respect what he has to say. Um, and it hit me that maybe uh, he wasn't as wrong as I thought he was um, on, on this topic. And maybe and you weren't as right as you thought you were. <laughs> exactly. Yes, exactly. Well, and, and it, that is something I became aware of is, and, and I don't remember if it was reading a book or listening to something, is just realizing how much my opinions uh, are shaped by my background. And uh and then uh, how our biases are formed and recognizing that what I think is in large part due to uh, where I was born, the, the nature of my family, uh, the, the people that I was hanging around as a kid uh, and, and realizing that a lot of our biases are shaped uh, before we're 20 years old. And I thought, well, I don't have a whole lot of control over those things, but all of that is shaped to my opinions and other people have the exact same thing going on and they're growing up in different places and they're uh, having different influences in that shaping their opinions uh, and recognizing how powerful those biases are. Um, and uh, so what I realized was it wasn't what I knew. It's only what I knew from my perspective um, based on the bias that I've had developed over my lifetime versus the bias that that individual had. That's really good. So as we think about uh, Chick-fil-A and Chick-fil-A and Roxbury Road, how has an example or what's an example um, of a time that using the cup analogy has helped you make a decision that maybe you wouldn't have made before you had this this thought process? Well, what I realized is I didn't actually explain the cup analogy. So <laughs> maybe, we should, maybe we should do that. That's true. Um, and so I don't know where it came from, to be honest with you, uh, but I was sitting at a table and I had a Chick-fil-A cup in front of me. And if you have a typical Chick-fil-A cup, uh, on one side is usually a large, uh, the C icon uh, logo from Chick-fil-A. And the other side is usually a small script statement, maybe a three or four word statement. Um, and, uh, and otherwise, pretty blank cup. 
And so I realized that if I asked the person across the table to describe the cup to me, like just not tell me it was a Chick-fil-A cup, not tell me what they knew about the cup, but just describe what they saw, what they would describe to me is completely different than what I saw. And if I described to them what I saw is completely different from what they saw. So which one of us is right? We're both right. We're only explaining the cup from our, uh, from our current perspective. So I started thinking, well, that sounds a lot like people sharing their opinions about politics. It's the same problem. They're sharing their perspective, their, their view of the problem from their perspective. I'm sharing my view of the problem from my perspective. Uh, what does it look like to gain a larger, a better understanding of the problem, uh, of the, a better understanding of the situation, the opportunity, the problem? And I realized, well, how would you do that with a cup? If, if you wanted to have a complete understanding of the design of the cup, you'd have two choices. You could either get up and walk around the cup. Uh, so that's when you, like in real life, that's where you get out and do your work to go find, uh, to go do some research and learn more about the problem, more about the situation. Uh, or you can simply sit and talk to people that you know have different perspectives and, and start with, what do you see? What do I see? Um, and, and then you can kind of go from there and, and address it. Uh, I also realize that if I can't solve a problem right now, oftentimes it's because I don't have the healthiest perspective on the problem. And so if I sit here and I learn from you what your perspective is, it's, it's more likely that I can address this in a healthy way. So rather than keeping on banging my head against the one perspective I have, I, it's a lot better to gain multiple perspectives. And, it, and like with a cup, it's got a 360-degree perspective. We probably even need more than two people. It might be three more people on all areas of the cup to get a full perspective uh, before I can really make the best decision. All right. That's good. Yes, forgive us. This is our first podcast. We may miss some questions. Just call us out. So as you think about that, go back to my original question about being at Chick-fil-A, just working within the restaurant. How has that helped you in, in changing your perspective? Yeah, I, the first thing that comes to mind is actually when I would go visit other operators. Um, and early on, I made the mistake of walking away and thinking I needed to act like that operator. I needed to respond like that operator. So I would go visit operators uh, and really other, you know, not just Chick-fil-A operators, but other, other people that I respected. And I'd walk away and I would try to act like them. And that was a mistake uh, because I'm not them. Uh, and, and what they're good at, I'm not good at. What I'm good at, they're not good at. Uh, but what I did learn eventually was when I go visit other Chick-fil-A teams or go talk to Chick-fil-A staff or talk to other experts, I'm gaining understanding of that cup, more complete picture of the cup. And so when I'd walk away, it's like, okay, now I have a better perspective. So now when I come back, I'm not asking what would that operator do? I'm asking how would that operator see this problem? That's good. That's good. So we'll transition then. Let's get into your personal life. So that's on the Chick-fil-A operator side. Just in maybe a very specific example, maybe a broader example. How are you? I mean, you mentioned politics, obviously. I'm not going to ask you who you vote for. Um, but as you think about your personal life, how has the cup just helped you as being a dad, as being a husband, as being a, a church member? How has that helped you change your perspective in, in different areas? That's good. I actually think uh, my role as a, as a parent, uh, it's allowed me to help 
really pass this lesson along to my girls of uh, being aware of their biases and being respectful of other people's perspective. And, and I can't preach that without showing it. And so when, when something comes up that our knee, knee jerk reaction is to uh, react negatively, um, we, we practice saying, no, that person's not that dumb. And like, we, we don't think that person's dumb in general. Um, I wonder why they think that, mm-hmm. uh, and, and kind of work through that and, and just teaching, uh, really our, you know, talking with our whole family about being able to have the adaptability, uh, to recognize the knee jerk reaction, uh, control that and ask, I wonder what their perspective is. I wonder how their perspective is different than mine. I wonder if I had the same background or the same upbringing as they did, if I might have a same pers- the same reaction that they do, uh, which then generates a much healthier way, healthier place to join a conversation. Um, so that's, that's probably been the, one of the more, uh, encouraging, uh, areas of life uh, that I've seen the cup hopefully help me be uh, better at my role in. Yeah. I would even add on to that as a husband, me and my wife have very different perspectives. We have very different personalities and being able to when we disagree on something, when we're having a hard time working through something, th- thinking, all right, how would she think about this? How is she thinking about this? Why is she thinking about it like that helps, I think, us get to the right answer or to the best answer, not just what I think is right, uh, which yep. is a lot of times what I'm trying to get to. Yep. Um, so a lot of times we hear Facebook, all these places, hey, Chick-fil-A should run the country. So I'm going to give you a chance to do that for the next 60 seconds. As we, You talked about politics, but as we think about just the world, our country in general, how do you think this cut perspective could help change and make us um, just closer as, as a human race or um, as a country be more successful? What, what are ways that this cut perspective could help in those areas? Wow. Um, well, before we react, ask questions. Um, and don't make don't make uh, knee-jerk re- uh, assumptions about somebody because they disagree with you. Uh, I think about, I mean, really anywhere. Think about anywhere that there's tension because of uh, right and wrong or votes or um, you know, uncomfortable conversations. I think a lot of those get elevated and get aggravated because of uh, people that are refusing to entertain another perspective or gain a broader perspective. I think, I think it's easy to think that it's a sign of weakness to want to know more about somebody's opinion when you disagree with them. Um, you know, if you're, I think politics or religion are the ones that really, really, really come to mind of, um, if you engage somebody in their perspective, it, it almost feels like you're, you're giving up, you're cheating on your, 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 uh, diluting, uh, your current belief. And uh, when, when in fact, I would say the opposite is true, is that you, uh, you either will g- strengthen your, if you're getting, gaining perspective, will I think either strengthen the credibility of your belief, or it could be you're wrong. <laughs> right. Um, Which and, is hard to swallow. And, 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 you know, I've realized, like, after over the last 49 years, I've been wrong a couple times. <laughs> Uh, Only a couple so, <laughs> today, um, and and so recognizing that it's like okay, I, I know I'm not always right. I, I wish I could find out when I'm wrong quicker, um, and so gaining perspective 
uh, is, is the practice of gaining perspective, uh, I think, helps you draw conclusions or form healthier opinions better. Uh, and, and, and also even defend your current opinion, right? The reality is if you only have one perspective, your defense of that opinion is going to be really, really weak. I think we've all talked to somebody that, especially in the poli- realm of politics or or uh, religion, uh, you know, college sports even, um, you know, you can tell when somebody uh, has has grown up with one perspective. Um, and uh, and that's great and all, but I think it, uh, a you know, when you listen to people talk about sports, it's fun to t- listen to the people that 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 do have a broad perspective, that understand both sides of a rivalry, or or appreciate both sides of a rivalry versus only having one perspective. Same thing with religion. You know, if, if you talk to somebody that only knows their perspective, it doesn't take long for that you to realize they don't really have much content to provide the conversation um, when they can when they can understand the other side, the other religion or the, uh, the whatever, it's, it's just a healthier, more credible conversation um, to, uh, to have. Well, just to make it clear, I will never like UNC, but I'm happy to, <laughs> happy to listen to others. I, I said the same thing. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Um, so I think one pushback that I imagine people having is, okay, I'm gaining this new perspective, but aren't there things that need to be like I need to hold true to myself. Like I need these are things that shouldn't change about me. About me. Um, are there times where you do think, yeah, sure, you need to have these things that hold you're holding true to, um, but you're still. How do you still understand that other side, that other perspective, even though you do have a select few things that you're holding on tight to and and not budging on? Yeah. So. Yes, I do believe there are th- there are ultimate truths. I also am, know that I'm flawed enough to know even the truth that I think is absolutely most truth, I don't understand it truly. Hmm. Uh, and so I actually heard a, a very well-respected pastor being interviewed um, recently, and uh, they were asked something about, what is our, how, how does your church treat doubters? And he said, you mean me? <laughs> you know, and, and he was saying, I'm the chief doubter. I question these things all the time. And it's that doubt and the, and the pursuit of that doubt that builds their faith. Um, and, and so I think it's, again, recognizing that um, there are truths. I'm not strong enough or... or, or wise enough to fully understand those truths. So even challenging those truths is healthy. I think it is important to be, be very mindful of it. You know, we can talk about values. Values aren't necessarily truths, but they are strong convictions that are very valuable. Uh, and I think it's sometimes somebody might say, well, I'm never going to question my values. Well, okay. Does that mean your values are perfect? You know, we have values at, at CFA rocks. Uh, are they the perfect values? Right. No, they are currently our best understanding. And what I've learned is every year I get smarter. So I'd be shocked if my best attempt was 10 years ago. Right. Uh, in fact, I'd be quite disappointed <laughs> if my best attempt was 10 years ago. Um, and so I don't know if that, hopefully that answers the question, but um, uh, I think there's a healthy tension there um, within 
ultimate truths and testing your perspective. Yeah, that's really helpful. Really helpful. Well, we've talked about in the last episode, we talked about learning. How does learning help change your perspective? We've talked about the cup analogy, which kind of brings the two together. Are there any other ways that you found that really help you adopt a new perspective or at least see a new perspective? Man, um, I would say my choices of what I consume now are more purposeful about, is this going to very clearly just reinforce an existing perspective or does it make me a little uncomfortable? Right. Um, and uh, <laughs> uh, I-, I take this even to menus at restaurants. <laughs> is over the last year I've learned how wonderful it is to try things that I didn't think I liked at, at restaurants. And sometimes it turns out I still don't like them. Uh, but it turns out there's a lot of food out there that I did not think I liked that now I love. Uh, but I, I, I'm truly trying to, I, when I pick up a book, I'm looking for a book that I think is going to challenge what I currently think is true. And, I, and honestly, if I get about halfway through it and all it's doing is reinforcing everything I thought I knew, I, I tend to put it down. I try to keep reading the books that are challenging me. Same thing with podcasts. I'll, I'll look through podcast library and look for titles uh, that are going to challenge me. Um, and, uh, and those are the ones I typically enjoy listening to the most. Right. That's really good. Well, that is all for the cup. Next episode, we're going to be talking a little bit about Jimmy in the parking lot. Um, hopefully that's intriguing. Uh, we're excited about getting a little deeper into that. And I would even say that's been a perspective change, um, that, that story in itself. So we hope to see you back at next episode as we talk about Jimmy in the parking lot. We'll see you then.